<laughs> I hope the people can watch this episode because you go straight in. I go straight to the end, right? <laughs> it's only because I feel like if you hear this movie, you know exactly, if you hear this song, rather, you know exactly what movie this is. Like, this damn near doesn't even need much of an intro. You know exactly what the fuck. We are reviewing today. <laughs> He's giggling like this shit. Listen, man, maybe I maybe I laugh so much because in reality, this the time that this song is playing, bro, I'm dead ass quiet. I'm sad as shit. So I think I probably laugh. I'm probably trying to use this moment to laugh a little bit through my pain. Yeah, I'm trying to laugh through my pain, but I ain't gonna cap. When this song come on, it had me fucked up every time. Listen. Listen. That shit had me fucked up every time. That shit ain't no hope. Let me go ahead and intro this shit, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the next installment of Blastic. We are back for another episode. Oh, man, I'm happy to be here. It is me, your host, Louis B, and... Your boy, K-Rob, what's up, fellas? How you doing, ladies? Back for another one, this week's movie. If you haven't already guessed it by the song that was playing, set it off. I don't know if you're going to put it up next. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how I do it. You know how I do it. And I'm so glad that the internet just be having all of the movie logos transparent so I can do all that. I'd be I know folks be like, shit. man, y'all so official. I'd be it's impressed easy, with that guys. Shit. Just I'd type really in the movie title and type in the logo. That's it's, my type of shit. Right it's so there. easy, man. Just put in the effort. But how you feeling today, kid? I feel good, man. I'm really I'm really ready to do this movie. Let's get you it. You ready to get into this crazy-ass movie, man? Let's get it, man. Let's get it. <laughs> Set it off. A movie about women to me, it is about women that have had enough. Mm-hmm. They have had enough with society. They mm-hmm. have had enough with ain't shit niggas. They have had enough with, more importantly, 12. And this has led these women to just say, hey, fuck the system, man. Mm-hmm. Let's get this money. If you were watching this movie and said, I can't relate. And like, it's bullshit. You're bull-. Maybe, okay, put it like this. If you're rich, maybe not. But if you're anybody that middle If you ever been a real nigga broke. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anybody be a real nigga. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? rich, real nigga. That's what I meant by that, man. But like you said, I'm glad that they uh, picked some sisters to do that. But since we talk about sisters that did that, I'm going to go ahead and read off the uh, cast list, brother, if you don't mind. I'll go for it. So we got Jada Pickett-Smith as uh, Stoney. Hold on now. At the time, uh-huh. I think on, on the on, I think on the, on, on the Jada, thing it say Jada, Jada Pinkett. Pinkett. Well, yeah, just, just Jada I don't even think she was a Smith. Yeah, I think. No, they was just dating. They was that dating. Not I remember because that's gonna connect to something I was gonna say earlier. Do they do anything like in the movies where if you get married, they go back into the old movie and put I, your name right? I don't know. I've never seen that. Huh? Fuck no. I, I mean, felt like they put time cap. I felt like they put Smith on set it off before when I was watching it on TV. Probably I not, felt no. like it. That's a time cap. So you don't go back and that's like putting I was pinky back then. Damn it. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jada Pinkett as uh, Stoney. You got Queen Latifah as Cleopatra, Cleo. Mm-hmm. You got Vivica A. Fox as Frankie, Francesca. You got Kimberly mm-hmm. Elise as uh, Titi. And uh, we got Blair Underwood as Keith. And we also got Kimberly, not Kimberly. We also got um, John C. McGinley as Detective Strode. Okay. Yeah, we got some. Um, we got but some he's white, right? He don't count. Yes. Man. No, but no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not gonna do that because that. No, I get he's, to it later. He's, he's certified. No, you know, and I get to that. And we also got Dr. Dre. We got some cameos mm-hmm. in there. We got W. C. 
We got a whole bunch of people in there. It's, it's all-star cast, man. Pretty good cast. I love this movie, man. What year did this movie come out? Okay, 96? Okay, so yeah, yeah. So the movie came out on November 6, 1996. And let me run through some facts on that bad boy. Go for so it. So the facts that I got, you know, we call them bad boys black facts. So the script was written with Jaden Pinkett and Queen Latifah in mind originally. Huh. Yeah, so they didn't reach out to him until after it was finished, but it wasn't, you know, whatever. The script was submitted a total of three times before it was greenlit by New, New Line Cinema. Wow. Three times. Okay. Let's just talk about New Line for a second. Like, we're going to get to a lot of classics that they have been behind. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I would love to do, like, a little research and do some digging on New Line and just figure out how did they tap into that market and was like, we can yeah. really do something here, but you know, all sometimes it, it takes one studio to take a chance. New, yeah, New Line they do more like I'm not, not say raunchy. They do different movies in like mm -hmm. a Universal or right. Fox. They do different movies. So the screenwriter Takashi Buford also wrote House Party Three and Booty Call. Three different movies. Wow, Booty Three Call. Three different is movies. My shit. That's Another great. Classic. Great, great. So a sequel was greenlit at one point, but was passed by Jada Pinkett Smith. What that would look like, like we have no clue. But that didn't go through because Jada said, "Fuck no." And she said, "I lost everybody." Right. <laughs> but she, <laughs> it would be interesting to see where the start fuck a whole she was new, at. Start a whole new squad in somewhere Mexico. Else. That that would fuck. be that would be interesting to see where she was at somewhere else. But I don't know. I'm but, glad. I, I'm glad when certain actors and actresses, just artists in general, know when to stop. Everything it's coming, don't though. Trust and believe, it's coming. It's going to be something else some other With time. With some young folks. It's coming. Yeah. All right, so the film made a total of $40 million. 40, $41 million on a $9 million budget. And they didn't pay them shit. These no. folks weren't getting paid shit. No, no, you didn't. That's the conclusion I'm coming to. Right. <laughs> Reportedly, it was New Line's highest grossing film of that year of 1996. Wow. So that was great. Vivica A. Fox had revealed that Will Smith helped her prepare for the audition for the film during filming of Independence Day. This around the same devil. time, and that was the same time that they were like Jada Pinkett Smith and all those were dating. This so. sly devil. No, that was trying I mean, to come on set and help her out. Real no, quick. no, no. They they were filming Independence Day. You remember they were doing mm -hmm. Independence Day, and she was he was helping her. Nah, y'all niggas always trying to make shit the way it ain't. Because Vivica was there too. Vivica was like, hey, I got my girl, you know what I'm saying? I got my girl. Well, well. Right. Come on, <laughs> You're stupid. <laughs> so actress and dancer Rosie Perez was originally cast as Frankie, but later dropped out. Wow. Yeah, so that, that would have been dope too to have oh, Rosie Perez. You got some Perez. black facts today. Right, right, right. And the script went through several drafts. One including Stoney being a crackhead and her brother being a drug dealer. But F. Greg Gray said, fuck that. He going to college. <laughs> right, right. And she's not being a crackhead. And like on it. that note, we are done with the black facts. Good facts, good facts. Listen, you came with the facts today. And right, I'm right. going to, it's been a while, y'all, since ATL episode. I got to give y'all a Roger and Ebert movie review because it surprised the absolute shit out of me. And it reads, <clears throat> Set It Off is advertised as a thriller about four black women who rob banks. But it's a lot more than that. It creates a portrait of the lives of these women that's so observant and informed. It's like waiting to exhale, but with a strong jolt of reality. This movie surprised and moved me. I expected a routine action picture and was amazed how much I started to care about these characters. 
Fam, I'm just going to say I did not expect this from Roger and Ebert because as we know, these niggas are some sticklers when it comes to reviewing movies. They always have been. And since this is Blastic and this is niggas doing this, I would easily say they don't fuck with a lot of our shit. So that surprised me. I don't know. I, I, I didn't. Like, like, like you said at the beginning of the podcast, I really felt like it was one of those things that you can kind of... You can't deny it. Nah, I don't think that's one of an undeniable one. And <laughs> the more I look at it, the more I looked at the movie, I was like, it is. Like, when I saw action, I'm like, action? What is it? Because the drama's so, you know, up front. And I was like, oh, this is some really dope action in this shit. Yeah. Like, it, it really For is. Real. It's not no bullshit. They spent a good little budget on, on some damn, on, on, on destruction. <laughs> Which had to be, I don't know the exact order, but this Niggas had to be. ran through a bank. <laughs> this had to be F. Gary Gray's. Third, third movie after Friday. So they, they couldn't have been that far. You after. Put a little budget on that. It's right. Starting to make sense. Listen, doing this podcast, it just opens your mind to different areas of the movies. You don't just. Hopefully, if you listen to this podcast, we break it down a little bit more than just what you see on TV. Like mm-hmm. I'll I be learning shit sometimes when I be in this seat, and mm-hmm. like, we produce the show. <laughs> so, right. Right. Exactly. You got anything else before we get into it? Nah. Let's let's get in that Mickey Ficky, man. Let's, let's go it. ahead and do it, man. Fam, the movie starts in dramatic ass fashion already. Mm-hmm. We start we start first with Frankie. Frankie mm-hmm. is played by Vivica a. Fox. She is a bank teller at a bank and <laughs> she gets robbed. And the craziest thing is that she getting robbed by a friend. I think that's the most fucked up part. Uh, a neighborhood friend is who come in and damn rob the spot. A crackhead. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, what the fuck? So once the nigga robbed the spot, he dies, right? They come in and shoot that nigga. He's dead. They they shoot him, yeah. He's dead. Bop, bop, bop. They do. So he's dead. And you know what I'm saying? You think you're just going to go home and come to work the next day? Nah, the man come to you and say, you know him, so you're a part of this. You're fired. Listen, y'all are some shit. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That fucking scene, like the opening of the movie, they 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 throw the opening out before you even see the credits. Um, I've always loved Vivica A. Fox, and and she's one of the most underrated. In the early nineties, she was the it person. But after seeing this scene, after seeing this scene, I was like, you got it. Did like I need you to get back to this. You you hustling, you selling your weave, you doing these lifetime movies. That's cool. But this here is just like this is why she's he one said, of the greatest. To, he said, "I need you to set it off again." <laughs> this is what this is one of the greatest. As an actor, I just like this entire movie. I was just like, "Oh, I'm not doing shit." This is not. This is a great. She went crazy in this. And what I will say is kind of interesting because I. It, it it automatically starts off like from jump first scene they give you motive they give you desire basically for everybody like it sets the tone for the entire right. movie of everybody has their wants and needs and money is what's gonna solve it and the mm-hmm. system is corrupt and they are full of shit and they just do shit wrong sometimes. So I think it's funny. Like I, I, I often think about the bank teller shit and my mom she's a bank teller uh-huh. so I often think like. <laughs> If anybody could do this shit, yeah, right. boy. But Pete, it right? <laughs> Pete, the, my favorite part of that scene, though, the, the tail end of that scene, the book ends that scene, is she's going off, 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 talking to the white people, talking to boom, 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 boom. But as she walks out, there's a police officer, this black lady. She's drinking water, and she says it just calm. She says, and you didn't even, sister, you didn't even ask me, was I thirsty? Mm-hmm. And walk, that was more powerful than anything he, she had just said to them because you're a coon and she acted bruh I don't even know what shawty name is she, she acted like a coon the whole time right and I'm getting around to her and, and the other guy in a minute 
but go ahead. Cooled out. So right, right. I think it's good now. They go from there, and then they're pretty much introducing us to all of the characters that are going to mm-hmm. be in the film. Uh, Stoney, played by Jada Pinkett. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleo, played by Queen Latifah. And Tashaun, TT, played by Kimberly Louise. Mm-hmm. They're at a graduation party, quote-unquote, for uh, Stacy's brother, Stevie. And Stoney, just Stacy, nigga. No, his name is Stevie. But you said Stacy. I said Stacy. Yeah. Stacy, nigga. People, <laughs> I'm thinking hey, about the now. Nah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but basically, Stevie needs money for college. Mm-hmm. He needs money for college. college. I'm yeah. gonna put air quotes on that. Um, so basically, you know, that's that's kind of what that's Stony's desire. Like, mm-hmm. I need to get my brother some money so he can go to school. Like, the scholarship right. didn't come through like we thought it was. We got to figure some shit out. So now that Frankie is desperate for work. Uh, Frankie goes to work pretty much with Cleo, Stoney, and Tashaun. They say, hey, we work with Luther. We do a cleaning business with him. And shit, you need some money. You need a job. You know what I'm saying? It ain't the bank money, but you need something. So come rock with us, which I think is pretty cool. You know what I'm saying? Need you a little bread. Need you a little bread. Um, Let's get into Nate, man. A little, little piece of shit ass nigga, man. So they chilling, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Just trying to figure out the move and shit. You know, just chilling on a Saturday. <laughs> this nigga's like, hey yo. So I guess he owns a car shop. He owns a car dealership. Car dealership. He has yeah, some she, money. Essentially, she was getting ready. Yeah, she was getting ready to go work with with buddy. Work with Buddy. It's a lot of air quotes in this movie because it's just a lot of weird shit going on. But yeah, she's like, you know, I need some money. Asking him. I need an advance. I need an advance. Like, I'm going to come work for you, but first, I need an advance. Mm -hmm. He heard, I need an at ass. (laughs) I mean, I hate to say it, but it. And Jada said, ah, damn. Because I know exactly what I need to do for this money, but damn it, I don't want to do this shit. If my brother only knew what I was doing for this fucking money to get him in school right now. But she go ahead and do what she do. You know what I'm saying? I need to find that brother name, but that brother just passed. The actor that portrayed that guy, he just, he like recently, like a month ago. Fuck. He just died, like, yeah. Damn, rest in peace to him. Yeah, Jeez. I gotta find that brother name, but yeah. Jesus Yeah, so yeah, that, that's a fucked up situation. She gotta help pay for uh, college. Um, if I recall, their parents died in a car crash a few years or maybe months before mm-hmm. that, so she's trying to keep him on a straight and, pa- uh, straight and arrow, you know, path. Keep him out of the gang life and shit like that. Right. And like you said, we introduce to everybody else. We got um, we got Cleo. She's the big butch chick. She don't take no, you know, no. She's mess. just a street chick, right. man. Just robbing cars, stealing cars. Has an extensive uh, criminal record. She, she ain't safe. She's not she low by any means. No, no. Right. She down for her people. And then we got TT. She's a young single mother right here in these streets. You know what? Her character annoyed the fuck out of me. Hey, but I was gonna say something. To me, I, I always took it because I've, I've seen it that movie. This first place I saw Shorty, Kimberly Elise. But I, do you feel like she was like? I feel like she probably was like uh, socially inept, or she was like special. It seemed like she was slow, bro. And she I was. I, I think they. I seen somebody do a review, and they said that her character. I don't know why they wrote her that way. But since she's enough. such a powerful person, she makes it different for it her to it. be borderline childish it but people like. but that's how people are so that's fine i just wanted to make sure i wasn't the only person that thought that nah, but you do see her transition 
you do see a different transition towards the end of the movie, but I saw that too. Yeah. So yeah, that that's the dynamic. So going back to Stevie, my boy is a liar. He, you liar! Mm-hmm. This nigga never wanted to go to college. That's the crazy part. Never wanted to go to college. So my girl Stoney done fucked this nigga Nate for no apparent reason. I would have like money. nothing. You say what? What? She she didn't. She, why why did she rip that check up? <laughs> I just don't understand. <laughs> So now you, you know, now you fucking for no reason because you didn't keep the money. So now, a fr- it's now everybody's frustrated at each other. Stoney's frustrated at Stevie. Stevie's frustrated at her. Stevie says, I got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go clear my head. I got to go hang with the homies in the hood who don't mean me no good. Damn that rhyme. Good mm-hmm. shit, oh. So he went to the hood, uh, went to go see his homies, saw a little, uh, Actually saw a fucking uh, hair thing. It was like a haircut. Yeah, and it, it was like a signature of a gang or something. That a, a place where he wasn't even from. I think it said what did it say? TP AP or something AP like that. Some he was like, man, that shit fat. I need that. He was like, he ain't even from it. Man, fuck it. Hook him up. Actually forced it on the motherfucker. Yeah. Not even realizing that that is a warning sign. That's like a sign for police. Twelve right. is looking for a nigga that has that, that shit same. on his head. Right, right. Because that because <laughs> that was the the nigga that he went to go see was the nigga mm-hmm. that helped also the bank so right. he was looking for that right. right so this nigga leaves the house has him a little bottle in his in his coat pocket mm-hmm. and just like 12 do you know what i'm saying the the jig is up you know what i'm saying they was already going there for them niggas anyway right. and you just so happen to be the first nigga to come out the door with that shit on the back of your Same head shit. you dead right unfortunately so now we are setting up the motivation for stoney because right. stoney gets to the scene realizes that police are wrongfully they have wrongfully murdered her brother now Stoney don't fuck with 12. Frankie don't fuck with 12 or the bank. Cleo just don't fuck with niggas, period. Right. And then on the other side of the spectrum, they working for Luther, right? The girls are working for Luther. Right. Now let's bring in another motivating factor. TT. She leaves her kid. She brings her kid because as shit. As I came up, you bring your kid to work sometimes. It just has to happen. You bring your kid to work, kid get into some shit. Now... Child Detective Services is all at the spot thinking you are an unfit parent. They take your kid. So now you have another person that needs not only money, but just needs shit. Detective Services to give me their kid. And I don't fuck with the system again. Now you are just faced with so many different motivating factors to just get some shit done. Right, right. And then the one thing I'll say about the, um, the detective, I guess Detective Schroeder, uh, played by John C. McGinley, even in the scene... A, a lot of I, you yeah, cracked a joke about him in the beginning cause he ain't black <laughs> no 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 but this is why I fuck with the actor in this particular part because even if you notice when all the shit pops off he's always kind of the one except for the beginning with Vivica A. Fox He's always the one like, I didn't tell y'all to shoot these motherfuckers. Hmm. Why did you shoot him? Mm-hmm. Why did you do this? Why did you? And I yeah. really fuck with that character. So, and I, I especially at the end, he's <laughs> under, he's underrated. Like he as an actor for that character. Hmm. Like when, when they when they shot Buddy, they was like, fuck, what are you doing? I didn't tell you to do that. Right. So yeah, that I really, I think he's a he's a heavy hitter in this movie too. Yeah, so now, like I said, you got a whole bunch of chicks now that are ready for the next phase. We ready to get some money. We are ready to fucking set it off in this bitch. Mm-hmm. Time to go rob our first bank. I don't even know how they hatched the idea. Well, they hatched the idea because Frankie was like, fam, this shit is easy. We they can do it. I shit. know it. We can they, do it. And we thought this shit was a joke. The right. shit that they you come up with. smoking this shit. The shit you chill. come up with when you high as hell. Right. <laughs> first thing was like, are you crazy? 
I the exact line was, uh, if if Dark we said Darnell uh, crackhead ass can rap, make him get away with it. We can. Too. We can do it too. And they like, yeah, ha, 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 yeah, we gonna rap back. <laughs> Boom. And then all the shit transpired like we said earlier, and now they really thinking about the shit. So needless to say, their first bank robbery was not the greatest bank robbery ever. But it like, wasn't the worst either. It, it wasn't the worst. The first they one, went yeah. in there with the time limit. I think they did what they could for the time limit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, personally, for me. I'm not robbing a bank for $12,000. That's how much they took away after their first robbery. It's four girls. That is $3,000 a piece. I just wasted my time. I could scam that in that's, two hours. That's 1990 with 1996 money. Now. We in 2021. I could scam that in two hours. Because you notice how... At, it said twelve thousand. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people paid attention a little a scene later when they actually did like a report on the TV mm-hmm. and they did like a news report. Shawty said they took away ninety six thousand. So that's an insurance. They they was like insurance scam. Right. Meaning that fam, them niggas took twelve thousand dollars, but in the system they said, oh, they took ninety six. They took more than what they were actually took. But not yeah, meaning they was running game from. Junk. You gotta think they broke already. They ain't know what they was going in there to get. So they they don't. I mean they broke. They in L A. South Central all that shit. So it is what it is. <laughs> but the robbery goes by pretty smooth. Uh, smooth enough for them to feel like, hey, we can do this shit. Yeah. And for them to just pick up a small amount of money, I mean, hey, twelve thousand dollars, you're still you're still low. Yeah, but still, you know, it's still a low amount for it a is. bank robbery, and it's like, you know, it's not enough for the police to be like, wow, you're you're suspect number one on our list. Like, you probably number ten. We gonna right. get to you. We we'll get to you. So now we are gonna get to what I like to call the most irrelevant part of the movie, but you have to have it: the love interest. <laughs> and I you love. Think the, so? I think I, it's very irrelevant. I don't think and it's they irrelevant. addressed it like Jada Pinkett address that shit right on screen. What am I talking about? I am talking about Keith. Keith is played by the fabulous, the beautiful Blair Underwood as the ladies That's one would of my say. Favorite you know what parts, I'm saying? The nigga is handsome and nigga is handsome. He is the love interest and honestly to me, he serves absolutely no purpose in this movie and I love that Jada, they are literally on a date. So they, they like each other. He works at the bank that they eventually rob at the end. The federal bank. The big boy bank. The one with the big bills. She is on a date with him and she's like, yo, we have nothing in common. And he's just like, yo, I like to look at your face. You cute. <laughs> I got money. And this you is- broke, but you know about Cabernet and Merlot. Listen, listen. And this is where me and you gonna disagree. I said, nigga, come on. I absolutely, and as being a man who has went through some things, I I I I, I was so with his character at this point. First of all, I felt like there's a scene in the movie where she was having sex with Buddy mm-hmm. and her face is just blank. Like, oh my God, I gotta fuck this nigga. I gotta get out of here. <laughs> when they have sex, you see it in her face. She's interested. There's a, there's I've a, been waiting for this. It's shot the same exact way. Like, you, there's, they was specific. They specifically did that. They played the song. What's this gonna, it was, it was perfect. I thought it was so perfect because she was actually fucking with dude and then she had to rob dude's bank and then Buddy's not knowing. See, to that point, I don't, she was fucking with with him, but I felt like she was using him to get to that bank to know that he never gave her. I don't, I don't recall her giving him giving an if, man. But you have somebody that has an end, so you know somebody that literally, like, if he's getting up for work today, I know he's at work. And he, I, I can call, and I know that he's there. I know what's going on. I know if he leaves, at least he won't even see me there. You see right. what I'm saying? But see, that brings a different dynamic. This is why I like his character, and I left, and I'm glad you said it, when I left it, when I watched the movie, I was like, I'm fucking with this character. Because now you got a situation when you really feeling the chick. You 
gave this chick the time of day when most niggas like that be like, fuck that little black bitch, that ghetto hoochie. <laughs> I'm going for one of that, these rich white girls. Or that trailer then, trash. Right, and then I gave you a shot, and then now I don't even know if you use me or not. Mm. So that's why I absolutely love that character. And then to go back, all the other nigga characters, this nigga's out here greasy, but niggas in this movie were greasy. And this Very movie greasy. the only nigga that was not greasy. That's why I got to disagree <laughs> with you. That's why I got to disagree with you on that. Hey, listen, I'm not mad at it. <laughs> So at this time, you know what I'm saying, 12,000, 3,000, four ways is not going to cut it. So what is it time to do? It's time to rob another fucking bank. Balboa savings alone. We need more money. Mm. We got to do something big. Frankie got the intel, of course. She said, man, we can get out of here with $75,000 apiece. Mm -hmm. That's crazy fucking money. That's That's deep. That's more money. That's That's good money. That's a lot of fucking money. So, hey, it's time to rob that bank. Now, I will say, no, I won't say that. This robbery went off worse than the first one. This was bad. This was a bad one. And it was, but that wasn't even on their part, though. It didn't go go as planned. No, 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 it didn't, but it would have did good had the old white man not had a heart attack outside of the bank. Right. So that they, they was like, no. Like, as soon as I get out the door, I see him, it's like, oh, that's... But that's how it goes. Like, mm-hmm. and the more I look at the movie, I'm trying to ask myself, did they really plan any of these or did they just kind of go in with like a generalized, all right, this is what we're doing. We're going in here. We're mm-hmm. in here for this amount of minutes and we're leaving. Did y'all really think about plan that's A, more than B, and C? That's one of them crackheads. I guess, you know what I'm saying? I guess. I- could you have done that? No. That's just one of unknown unknowns. So now they robbed that bank, and now, you know what I'm saying, 75000 P. We talking about 225 all, right. all the way. That's now they on your ass now. Now they on your ass. Now the cops have a reason to put you from number 10 suspect to number three through, well, shit, it's four of them. Number four through one. <laughs> right, right. So now y'all niggas is hot. But... Shit, at this time, you know what I'm saying? Now we got to figure out because they they get in their heads that we just made $75,000 a piece and we're just going to go back to work as if it's normal. Well, no, Personally, you, for me... I think you should do that, though. I feel you. I feel you. Mm-hmm. <sighs> no, Fuck it. I was no. going to argue against it. was done when it hit the money. You can't spend all that shit for real. You no. just you cannot do it. It was done. Do well, it. Queen Latifah fucked up. Uh, she was name? always Cleo? sloppy. And she's the one that fucked up. She is the one that gives away all of the clues for people, for 12 to even find them. Like, she's leaving CDs out at, mm-hmm. after every robbery when she gets into a new car that she steals. Mm-hmm. She's fucking spending money frivolously fixing up her old car. But they car, brought buying, the car up in the beginning. So buying I, her mute-ass girlfriend that's all not these bad. She, underwear oh, and mute. shit. I didn't know that. She didn't she say mute. shit. She didn't say not one word. She might have been. They out. was I asking her. She was like, hey, girl. She was like... She might have been out. I, didn't I was know. like, what is she wrong? Probably didn't act. They but it's funny. That's really yeah. funny when you look at, like, yeah. them just put certain characters in a movie. Like, fam, yeah. this girl didn't even talk. She probably couldn't act. And it was they on purpose. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like I said, man, they decided to stash the money at their job. Which step was dumb. It was this really the only dumb. thing that wasn't I thought I'd They just put really it chilling. in a big-ass open vent. Which I don't think $75,000 looks like what they put in there, but it it's a does. movie. It's a movie. Movie on movie, like <laughs> I always say. And of course, you know what I'm saying? They thinking it's time to go back and get this money and, and, and skip town. Because they said in three days they was going to leave, which that's just a weird plan. We're going to go to work for three days and leave. But right. anyway. What had happened to, it, something had happened previous to that for them to really want to leave now. 
something happened. Shit, I feel like the they just were, to get Yeah, away. the police were on their tail now. They, Hell they yeah. Something happened, the police were on their tail. Yeah, at this point, you know what I'm saying, they figure out that the money ain't there when it's time to get back to it. Only one nigga we know know where this money is, and he don't even work here no more. Yeah, they got, <laughs> they got to work in a whole nother janitorial staff <laughs> working. And they said well, he got out of the business. The nigga said he's gone he's in gone. one day. Mm-hmm. He left off with $225,000. Mm-hmm. So, of course, in typical fashion, they had to go find that money. Found Luther, fucked his ass up. Mm-hmm. Real smooth. But, like I said, Cleo is that, she, Cleo is that one that's gonna, that's gonna fuck it up. She's hot. She's hot. Well, I, I have to say, it, it wasn't Cleo that shot him now. It was actually TT that shot him. She went in there, kicked the door down, but she wasn't the one that shot him. But you got to go for who's been the most, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? for flagrant. Who, who's been the most flagrant, who's been the most out right. there, and who has the record? He said, right. shit, 12 pulls up had, on yeah, her, questioning she the record, her. Yeah. He pulls up on her, questioning her ASAP, because, like, you are number one suspect. Right, right. You do all this shit. We know who you are. Like, come in and talk to us. But the person that, uh, that witnessed the murder, uh, Luther's girlfriend at the time, she didn't say shit. She mm-hmm. held it down. That wasn't a fucking girlfriend. That was yeah. a prostitute. He just, yeah, he just met that girl. Remember that? Oops. <laughs> just <laughs> met that hoe. But no, um, but I, I think the biggest mistake they ever made, and I noticed as I watched the movie, they were just too many places together at the same time. Like when the brother got point. shot. That's a great point. Everybody was there. That's a great point. Like, it was like, <laughs> let's all do this together. Like, why are you, like, as soon as he saw them, he should have been like, hmm. Listen, the women might feel like they have to move as a unit versus, you know. Right, so that way when y'all robbed the bank, not only did Cleo did it, I know you're there. You were there at the beginning of the movie, so I know you're there. Like, there's no, <laughs> y'all was just moving together too many times. Like, it, but yeah. So yes, now as we said earlier, police are starting to zone in on all the girls. So this shit is not safe. Now we want you for murder. Yeah, now we, we want you for murder. We want you for big boy charges. Right. What is the plan now? Cleo says, we gotta rob one more goddamn bank. Right. I said, fam, all right. Right. I get it, but sometimes you just sometimes you just know all right guys we're we might be going overboard we might be biting off a little bit more than we can chew we might be able to we might be able to run off with this but i guess sometimes you gotta go for broke like if y'all already at the top of the totem pole might as well get you one more off and see how far you can go see if this time you can actually cross town because that was the plan so this time the plan is to rob the biggest bank that they have downtown federal and loan i think it's called and this is the one that keith works at right Needless to say, man, this robbery goes awry from jump. Right. It's bad. It's it's bad. It ends up just just resulting in just gunfire between the robbers and between twelve. Like originally, the security guards really popped. Now again, this a nigga that should have minded his damn business. Right. The police officer, and this that always throws me off. As soon as they say your name, like, I wouldn't took my fucking mask off. Regardless. Stoney! I still wouldn't have took my fucking mask off. Even when the other two bitches took their mask off, I still wouldn't took my mask off. But, yeah. Um, hey, I'm not going to yeah. lie. Those that those uniforms that they wore, those masks that they wore are scary as fuck to me. Right. And then those some good clear. masks. It's still like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, they, uh, again, John C., John C.'s character was getting ready to talk him down. I guess he's starting to kind of feel bad because he kind of he, he follows the shit, so he's still not trying to kill him or anything mm-hmm. like that. Here come a stupid ass security guard out of nowhere. 
starts a shootout, and now you didn't shot a security guard, so now it's even... Crazy gunfire, right, resulting right. in damn TT getting shot. Now, at this point, like, we robbed this bank. We got a little money, but the, the biggest thing is to get our girl out of here, make sure she's good and safe. Nah, child has no mother. That's right. Because she don't make it. She don't make it very far. They yeah. get they get somewhere and they park the car, and by the time they steal the next car, she's dead. She's so gone. now we have one person. I think it's, it's important to just realize Stoney being the main character for me here. Think about who she's losing now. She's lost both of her parents. She's lost her brother. Now she's lost TT. Let's keep on going. Now, at this point, shit, TT gone. We got to keep it moving, man. So one by one, it's time to get knocked off. Cleo. Cleo is next. Mm -hmm. She go out like a straight G. She going out like Denzel in Training Day. She went, actually, she went harder than Denzel in Training Day. She was, was the original. Fuck, bro. My girl said that shit last night. She said, man, can she die already? You long as fuck. <laughs> You did, I thought she had was done. You know, I've seen it so many times. I was like, oh, she done. They said, I was like, she acting her ass off right now. I was like, <laughs> I was like they damn. committed to that shit. I ain't she mad did. at it, she man. Did. I was like, and then right after that, so now Cleo's gone. That's another one that Stoney mm -hmm. has lost. Let's keep it moving. Frankie thinks she's getting away, but at this point, she is cornered. And she is cornered in the worst possible way. She has 12 on her, just like they was on, on Cleo. Foot. She thought she was going to run away, which, you know what I'm saying, that was just for movie purposes. It was a very well-shot scene. Man, what is the procedure when you got a gun to your head? And it, like you said, I, I respect dude. I respect the cop because he never, he didn't want to kill them. He was just like, he man, didn't kill I'll take y'all to jail, bro. I'll take y'all to jail, man. Yeah. Like, And she ran, and they shot her. Right. He, so yeah, now... He never. Stoney ain't got nobody, and I think what is so powerful in this part is that Stoney is literally on the bus that goes to Mexico, Ironically, and she's and watching. She's watching this happen, so it's like, damn. And I think what's even more powerful is that you you see you see the cop look at her, and they just look, stare at each other real long and good, mm -hmm. and you just see him saying he didn't even say it, but it's like he just said. I'm sorry, Stoney. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. You got it. Like, y'all did all that. You got it. You lost literally everybody and mm -hmm. everything. The least you can do is take that little money you got mm -hmm. and do what you're going to do. It's all good. Yeah. yeah I, I don't think Vivica thought she... I call her Vivica. I don't think she actually thought she was going to get away. That's I think she like, like, just I know a I'm going to die. So I'm going to move. I'm going to run away. <laughs> I'm going to try to zigzag it, but she went straight. <laughs> I, I think she knew she was going to die, but I might as well turn my back and let these niggas shoot me up at this point. Instead of seeing them front head on yeah yeah oh she died now that i think about it i was like oh, i'm gonna die so i'm just gonna and then going back to shit now we're pretty much at the end of the movie which is getting to a sad ass scene when stoney finally realized she ain't got nobody when she got all that money and she ain't got no friends they go into the memories and they playing that sad ass missing you song with brandy gladys night and tamia i'm just like fuck this is man. A perfect song man this song was so good Set it off. It's a great movie, man. Great, extremely well action movie, good drama movie. Got some uh, splash of humor in there. Yeah. I remember, I remember being a kid, man. I don't know what I what we were seeing, but I remember being at the drive-in movie, Tinsel, not Tinsel, whatever the drive-in movie, Starlight. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking to the right 
and seeing that scene and seeing my mom and my stepdad look to the right yeah, you and old, see man. that scene where they get shot. And I don't even know how I remember where Queen Latifah gets shot. This nigga saw, this nigga was able to remember seeing, set it off in the movie. I, I, I was one years old. <laughs> I don't remember I was the one. movie. I just, it was not even the movie. We're probably gonna see some shit like This nigga was in Starlight in 96. Right. But um, it's just a great movie, great action movie, great, I think it's a universal story. I think um, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one of those people that's like, don't remake shit. It is what it is. They but actually I did do a think, play from it. They I did a play I from it think, that went pretty well. No, I do think this is one that you shouldn't do. Yeah, because I think that's fine. It is where it is because I think those people sold that movie. Yeah. The people who did it sold that movie. So I'd say leave that alone because I think you can still watch it today mm-hmm. and still get the same thing from it. It's not like, oh, this is the 96. I don't know what's going on. It's right. like that. Right. But it's a great movie with a great soundtrack. So let's go ahead and get into some of the right. music. Did uh, you? I remember some of your favorites. Uh, man, um, Don't Let Go is one of my favorite songs of all time. That's one of the greatest <laughs> songs of all time. Yeah. And then to find out that, you know, Rico Wade and the Dungeon Family produced that song. Mm-hmm. It was originally supposed to be a rap song. They're all over this soundtrack, by the way. Right, I think Outkast has a song over. on there. Yeah, Goody uh, in there. What else is some good? Uh, uh, Queen Latifah got uh, a rap Queen song. Queen Latifah's all over here, all over this. And she actually has a great rap song. What is the name of it? She went crazy, name calling. I heard that shit and I Remember was that? like, wow. Listen, it's some other songs on this on this uh, soundtrack mm-hmm. that's just good that may not have even played in the movie. Of course, Missing You, we know that already. Right, that was, um, a good one. was a good one. What's the other one? Days of Our Lives, Bone Thugs and Harmony is a good song. Bone Thugs and Harmony playing in the background of the, the movie. Them niggas just was ahead of their time, man. Like, right. way ahead of their time. I listen to some of the shit they, they was doing, and I'm like, fam, like... Right. So does this even make sense all the way? And then I think about today's music, and I'm like, does this even make sense all the way? <laughs> History just gonna repeat itself, man. I heard it was one more song on here that was fire that I have to mention. I remember my mom um, having that cassette tape. Shit, it's two more not songs. Not cassette, though. What's it? The Heist, The Five Footers. You might not know what the song is, but as soon as you hear the beat and hear the song, you're gonna be like, oh, okay. I got it. Yeah, got it, got it. But uh, what else is in there? Shit. MC Light has a good song on here. MC Light. Billy Lawrence, uh, Come On. That's a great song. And that, man, that's a good soundtrack. I made sure this week that I listened to the soundtrack thoroughly because I've been listening to some past episodes. And I feel like I kind of zone out when it comes to the music. But I'm getting back into it. So, yes. But a lot of the soundtracks aren't there. Like, Love Don't Cost a Thing, we can't find the soundtrack. True. You have to, do, you have to go crazy on YouTube there. trying to find this. But things. this one is there. I think mm-hmm. it, certain soundtracks tracks so so much they like we'll be a fool not to have this right that's one that, that actually did very well if i recall i think it reached like number five on the top charts and like number 10 on the top charts and like four r&b wise if i can recall off top so the, i would like to say i remember my mom having a not the cassette tape what do you call it? the tape so i uh, eight track no not i was about to say shut whoa. up fool no <laughs> the 90s what niggas was listening to in the 90s the tapes the tapes man cassettes yeah cassette i thought it was but yes, I am good, man. You got anything else you want to add? No, man. I just I think if you haven't seen the movie, I think you should definitely see this movie. I think this movie really like sums up all these young ladies' career. And as, as a matter of fact, I think that was the first said introducing Kimberly Elise. So that was the first movie for mm. Kimberly Elise. That was pretty dope. And no, I just really do recommend it. You should definitely see it. I think this is F. Gary Gray is one of the best directors uh, out there. Definitely for the um, blastics, man. Mm-hmm. 
But yes, yeah. man, another episode of Blastic. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Make sure y'all follow us on our social medias, WIMB Studios. I promise you we are working diligently over here to get y'all good content that I hope y'all can enjoy, that I hope y'all can appreciate. And most importantly, that I hope that y'all, that y'all can share. So, listen, man, it's me, your host, Louis B, and and I'm ready to go. I'm at the old hotel where we used to inhale my dreams. This is how we got things. I'm twisted like Icarish. I fiend for the crisp. Between my fingers, I wish like Skilo riding shotgun. I'm on one. On two. Jump up the car. What we do? Hit the door. Three, four. Everybody on the floor. Talk to my driver, K-Bar. Her car getaways at Alec Baldwin. We rap stars. We are the one who starts the show before it begins. Be alarmed. The cars in front of the bank are going in. This is a rain. Everybody lay down my head. Now give up the cash. Don't make us happy This laugh. is the way Everybody lay down behave This is the hold up Your hands should go up This Time for the, the hype Jump off the plane Skydiving on the block Ready or not Strap on my glock Synchronized watch it come Me high parachuting down To the rooftop Like drop zone